Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. When you're pregnant, you can be very careful with what you put in your body. Everything from lettuce to wine can be off the list of things that go in your mouth. So what happens when you have a cold? Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko is a GP, and she has some tips on how to look after yourself when you're pregnant and under the weather. Hi, Alicia. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Well, thanks. I should preface this to say I'm not talking about proper influenza. I'm not talking about the flu. I'm just talking about colds where you're feeling congested and just flat. Yes. Um, So if that's your situation and you're pregnant, are cold and flu tablets off the table? Yes. They are, aren't they? Because that was was a case when I was pregnant. The first quadril I had after pregnancy was amazing. Yes, yes. Uh, I was like, these things things really work. It wasn't the speed. It wasn't the embed. Whatever. It was not that. It was. No. It was the. Yeah. It wasn't the pseudo effing. It was the fact that they actually work. Yes. Because when That's I was. That's a good revelation. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah, they work. Great. Uh, use them sparingly, so they yes. continue to work. Yes. But, um, absolutely. When you're pregnant, are there any? Um, so cold and flu tablets are off the table. Is that because they have? pseudoephedrine in them. Yeah, and potential other substances. Obviously, as we can all understand, you've got this newborn life that's going through embryology. So all the different organs and bits and pieces are being formed. And certainly we don't want to be adding anything unnecessarily foreign or chemical nature in during those times. I mean, the risk is different at different times also. So in those early stages, if something was going to go wrong for different reasons, whether it could be serious illness or toxins, say, it's often a miscarriage. It's kind of an all or nothing. But then after like that 8, 16 week of pregnancy, their deformities can can set in. And then after that, it can affect growth. So I suppose the key is not to be fearful but to be sensible. And you don't want to be putting in any form of substance that's unnecessary into your body during that time just in case. But there's lots of things that are safe, um, obviously, but sort of over-the-counter even medications you really want to try and avoid. And certainly if you feel you really do need something, then that's key that you should go and get a medical professional to review you and, and have a chat about what you can and can't do. Panadol, paracetamol still should be used sparingly but is is considered safe um but it won't necessarily help congestion no so it's all of those um you know conservative measures that you you do need to try and having said that if you do have a fever though and you're achy you do need to see you do need to see a medical professional even if when you were pregnant you might be having a low-grade fever or achy and you think, okay, that's all right, I'll keep fluids up and I'll try this at home. When you're pregnant, you do just have to have that slightly lower threshold. And it's always reassuring as well if, if you're at that stage where you can hear the, the fetal heart rate to get that checked. And so you know you're feeling awful, but baby's, baby's okay. okay. Yeah. Over the years, most recently, people have been a little bit blasé yes. about the vitamins they take. Yes. And... Um, there are various concoctions that include echinacea and zinc and stuff like that that um, people probably take without feeling they need any medical advice. 
Um, what's your take on that for pregnant women? Mm. So I think definitely to have your pregnancy multivitamin that's got the iodine and the folate in it. If you need to be taking anything on top of that, it does need to be, in my opinion, under medical guidance and, and, and needs to be really indicated. If you don't have any other medical situations or not on other sort of prescription medications for particular illnesses or diseases, then the best thing really is to not take anything extra. You don't want to overload your liver. Um, and you, because the liver has to break down everything. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, in inverted commas natural or from the health food store or from the pharmacy or from the herbalist, you know, you need to know what you're taking and everything can have an effect and your liver ultimately and sometimes the kidneys too have to <laughs> metabolize these things. Um, and certainly some of these things can cross through to the placenta and to the fetal circulation. So you really have to be sensible about what you put in your mouth. So I think really as far as if you don't have any un other indication, take the pregnancy multivitamin and then th look to your food intake. Okay, and, so yeah. when you were talking about conservative measures, if you're, if you have a cold, yes, what are the first, possibly obvious, but what are the first steps you would take um, if you're pregnant and trying to feel better? Yeah, so ensuring you don't have a fever. So if you have a fever, I would go and see the doctor. But if you don't have a fever um, and you're otherwise okay, um, then the best thing to do really is to keep your fluids up to drink quite a lot of water, definitely to rest, to enlist the support of others. You can use normal saline, you know, drops or gentle sprays up the nose or normal saline rinsing up the nose. You know, you can suck on different sort of a honey lozenger or all these kind of things, um, you know, ginger, lemon, warm drinks, those kind of things. So all those, <laughs> you know. What yes. are those ones that I only recently tried them? It was horrible, but it, it worked um, more or less. Is yes. the one where you, the douche, where you actually have a salt water yeah, bottle that goes up love one it, and love it. it's pretty in, intense. But it is. Actually, I say I love it. it and I'm really naughty because I personally haven't really had to use it myself very frequently, <laughs> but I'm very good at giving you advice about it. Yeah. Um, my husband has sometimes some sinus issues and so I always encourage him and also um, my patients as well. And so if you can get over the – you want it to be vigorous enough that it has an effect but not too vigorous yes. that you're going to – and also you're a bit more sensitive some of the mucous membranes. So bring, bring it in a little bit with, if you're pregnant and you're going to do that um, and make sure it's all hygienic and, and clean, et cetera, et cetera. But, yes, it can be very, very beneficial to cleaning out the sinuses and some congestion. So, yeah. yes, absolutely. We're heading into cold and flu season now. Are there any preventative measures you can take to try and avoid getting a cold? Yes. Yeah, so when you're pregnant and when you're not pregnant, but um, certainly just looking at your own nutrition, eating lots of fresh fruit and vegetables that are obviously washed, etc., and all those usual you know, pregnancy diet things that we talk about. But I would be looking to your nutrition, um, eating the rainbow, as they say, um, and drinking plenty of water, certainly hand washing, staying away from people and children that are unwell. Certainly they talk about there's one particular thing, cytomegalovirus, which isn't a great infection to get when you're pregnant. But most of us have been exposed and not even known it when we're young. But they talk about saliva of children. So certainly those, you know, sick day daycare children you want to avoid. So just being sensible when you're in public transport, you know, encouraging people around you are unwell to cough or sneeze into their elbows, you being mindful of that as well. So 
Yeah, being sensible. Um, the immune system in pregnancy is modified. Some people say it's weakened. Other people say, well, no, sometimes they have an even a stronger reaction, which is why they get so sick with the, the actual flu. But we'd say it's modified. So you do have to be aware of that. And you might respond differently when you're pregnant to when you're not to certain infections. But it is being mindful of those around you, being sensible, hand washing and, and nutrition and maintaining some, you know, um, gentle or appropriate activity for the stage of pregnancy that you're at as well. Then talking about the flu shot, it's certainly recommended to have. So the flu shot usually comes out every April approximately. And, you know, I'd encourage everyone to consider having it, but certainly pregnant women, we we do strongly recommend it. People can get very confused with vaccines, particularly yes. the flu vaccine. You'll hear a lot of people say, oh, well, I got the flu shot and then I got sick the next week. Mm. So it didn't protect me from the flu. What can be happening there? Because the flu shot can't give you the flu. No, it can't. So basically the flu shot, there's different strains. It's modified every year according to what was going on prior. Um, but basically it's to protect you against certain strains of the influenza virus. After you have the immunisation itself, you do not get the flu. However, you may get some symptoms similar to a low-grade flu just for that 24-hour period. You might get certainly some redness or swelling or discomfort of the arm at the injection site. You might get a low-grade fever. You might feel a little bit achy. It's the immune system coming into play and gear, but it is not actually contagious and it is not actually the flu because the, the virus itself isn't live is exactly right? yeah. and so and then the other thing is that when someone is sick the week later well they've probably got some other virus unfortunately you know the vaccines are quite um, specific and targeted so the flu shot is specific and targeted to those specific strains that are in that particular Im immunization that you've been given it doesn't mean you can't get a rhinovirus or some other cold virus but it shouldn't be the actual flu. Yeah, and there's a yes. big difference between yes. a cold and influenza. There is. Influenza is much more severe. Fever can get very sore throat. You might not. You might have a cough. You might not. Very achy. And it's a very serious infection in um, pregnancy. And certainly uh, a female who otherwise, if they had the flu, would feel very sick um, and possibly even be bed bound for a week or so, um, but usually would come out the other end in pregnancy, not not always the case, often ends up in ICU fighting for life. So it mm. is to be taken seriously. Okay. Well, there you go. There's some tips on how to manage colds and flu. Unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do. No, there isn't. It's just being sensible and resting, keeping the fluids up and really thinking about what you're eating and then a little bit of Panadol. And if you feel you need anything further to that and those conservative measures and the ginger and the lemon, honey, etc., then you really should be seeking medical advice. And if there is something that you have an idea or someone's recommended or an old wives tale from great auntie, whoever, I mean, you're not really sure but they swear by it call up mother safe um, you can easily find their phone number through their website they're a fabulous resource and you actually say to the nurse or administrator on the phone i'm pregnant this is how many weeks pregnant could you tell me the safety of this particular fruit um, herb medication in pregnancy and what they'll do they have a humongous database and they mm. will tell you right then and there if they have the information at hand and if they don't have the information at hand they will go and do the research and look it up and get back to you. Yeah. So it's a really valuable resource. I love Mother Safe yeah. when I was pregnant. Yeah, it's and, great. And afterwards too, right? Absolutely. You still call them with the baby if you're 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's more. It is more around the the pregnancy, pregnancy time, but yep. absolutely, they've got great resources and can always point you in the right direction. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Alicia, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was GP Dr. Alicia Thornton Benko. You can find her online at dralicia.com.au, and that's Alicia spelt E L Y. S-I-A. We'll put links in the notes of this episode to both her website and to MotherSafe. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.